For many communities. This is PCR. Prima Volta just had me on stage now. You, you thought they were loud, this lot. I mean, they were loud, I feel. They have a really great stage presence and they captivate their audience with energetic garage rock. So here we go. Treat me like a brother If it wasn't for your mother You'd be coming my way I'll take you down to a show So you can watch how I flow I'll be ready, set, go In a room backstage That's how it's gonna be That's how it's gonna be Good evening, welcome to the uh, Doc Mason Show on Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. We started the show there with a track by a local band, Prime of Alta, and uh, a track called uh, Face for the Radio. 
I hope the band tonight have got a face for the radio. You can hear them in the background uh, sound checking. Uh, our live band in session are Stevie Jones and the Wildfires. And uh, the next track up for you is by another local band, uh, Niz Corny and the Buzzrats, and a song called Heart of Glass. Take this shape I'm living in And I'll take What I've been given And I'll take no more Than I need As long as One else can see, but still I want, still I want more, still I want, still I want more, because I'm just like. He's a great singer-songwriter, uh, Nick Corney, and uh, we got him booked in this show, I think, oh, about 
I think it's the uh, Thursday before the Willow Festival, so we've got a great chance there to advertise themselves. Now, this is uh, Grantham's uh, Future Theory and a new song called Rage. Future Theory and Rage. They come from Grantham. We've got them booked in the show. So I've got a great load of bands coming in in the next few months. Uh, if you want to come on the show or on a track played on the radio, please email me at uh, dotmason at sky.com and we will have a listen. Uh, this is a band from the East Midlands. They're called Shrink. Shrinks. And the song's called House in the City. <laughs>
Uh, shrinks and uh, House in the City. Uh, dedicate that one to uh, Stuart and Heather up in uh, Nottingham. I think we've got the Shrinks uh, booked into the show on uh, August the 31st. There we go. Uh, this is an artist called Fear, and the song's called Everything. They got us fear and uh, everything dedicated to Mr. Stephen Cruxford and our turn uh, Tannington Lakes. Uh, this is uh, two artists uh, go by the name Susie Moon and Billy Hopeless and a song called uh, Love is a Stranger. I think one of them comes from LA and one of them comes from Vancouver. There you go, there's a pairing. 
Susie Moon and uh, Billy Hopeless and uh, Love is a Stranger. I just love the names. Billy Hopeless, what a great name. I do like that one. Uh, one more track to go before we go live with our band this evening. Uh, this is the Circles. This is the Circus Hearts and a song called I Had Me a Real Good Time. It's uh, a Faces cover, apparently. Don't usually play covers, but this song's good. <laughs> Standing on 
the Circus Hearts and had me a real good time. Had me a real good time every single week doing the radio show, I assure you. And now it's time to uh, go over to our guest band this evening, Stevie... Steve... <coughs> yeah, right in a minute. Stevie Jones and the Wildfires. Good evening, guys. How are you getting on? Hi. All right, who's going to tell me how the, the band started? Ooh, how did the band start? Well, um, seeing as I'm Stevie Jones, I might yep. as well uh, explain... Um, I did a lot of solo work, obviously, uh, over the years and various shows, and uh, I decided to to, ha- to go for the full band lineup. And we started off actually um, as a sort of temporary lineup for a festival in Leicester called Summer Sunday in about 2010. Yeah. And um, it only lasted a couple of gigs, and after that, I kind of went off and did acoustic stuff. But I then went back and formed a trio with a couple of guys, uh, Lou Short and Jake Patrick, and. Um, and it sort of grew from there, really. It went from a trio back to being a sort of four-piece and 1.5-piece. <laughs> so, yeah, 2010, really. Sort of grew, so, you've been gone for quite a while then, really. Yeah, we've had various different lineups. Um, this current lineup is only about just over a year old. So, we've had a few a few changes in the personnel mm. over the years. How come I've not come across you sort of like in the Peterborough scene? Do you play over in Northamptonshire way more than you do around Peterborough? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I, I live um, local to Peterborough, yeah. um, I've, and I've only lived over this way about three or four years. Ah. The rest of the guys, uh, Dave lives in Kettering, and these guys live in Northampton, so ah. we're kind of more... more, uh, more, more uh, west. More west, that's right, yeah. Go west, young man. Uh, what's the first song you're going to play for us this evening? Um, we're going to do a song about, um, about life on the road, really. We've got loads of gigs lined mm-hmm. up, which is really, really good. And um, we absolutely love gigging, and this song is all about that. And it's a song off the second album, and it's called Morningless Life. Off you go. We are animals who come out at night A cunning a broken song I've got to keep on moving on this It's the time when we feed alive Cause I've been outside out so Oh, 
Oh, I've got a few comments and uh, shout-outs. Uh, Sally, Sally, she says, Love Stevie and the boys. Well done for having them on the show. A uh, big shout-out to uh, Michael Day and a big shout-out to uh, Betty C. Now, Stevie, can I ask you to uh, introduce the band? Because usually I'll pop in there and I'll ask everybody their name and stuff like that, but I forgot to do it this evening. <laughs> and I don't, say, I don't want to be going, Oh, are you on the bass? Yeah, no problem at all. Yeah. I should do that. Cause my name's Stevie Jones on guitar yeah. and vocals. To my left, I have Alfie Dabrowski on guitar. Alfie. And to my right, I have his father, the wonderful Robert Dabrowski on bass. Ah. Ah. Yeah, so we have father and son, which is great. It's a great dynamic. And then behind me, we have Mr. David Carter on the drums. David. Who's, he's been, uh, he's going to do vocals as well sometimes, but... Ah. Not tonight. <laughs> he's, uh, he's he's been a bit poorly, bless him. Bless him. He's on the he's on the men now, though. He's all good now. Well, that's what I like to hear. So, are you the main songwriter in the band, then, Stevie? Yes, I kind of turn up with the songs, and I've got a general idea about how things will go. And the, and then these gentlemen are absolutely fantastic on enabling that kind of sound that's in my head to be translated into a full band thing you know hmm. and it's, it's it's wonderful to work with these, these these guys it's brilliant and how many how many songs are in a typical stevie jones and the wildfire set well i mean that's one of the problems with gigging as an original artist these yeah. days and unless you get really big uh you don't get much past a 45 minute yeah. set because at the moment we're all on kind of multi-act bills to try and get people out to go and see them so the problem yeah. you have is that you're always stuck on a 45 minute set if you're lucky so um, occasionally, like we've got our album launch coming up um, in in October, and we'll do we'll obviously do longer for that. Mm. And sometimes, you know, we get a chance to play a bit longer than forty five. Will this be your third album? Because it does say you you've done a second album as well. So this will be your third album, will it? Well, yes, it it'll be our, our third full album. Yeah, uh, as, a the, as a band. Yeah, as yeah, a band. I, as a band. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've released. Um, uh, solo and uh, duo uh, um, recordings before, um, but uh, as Stevie Jones of the Wildfires, this will be our, our, our and, and where can people get hold of it? Can they get on the streaming platforms? Can they buy a physical copy when they come to see you live, or can they buy it from a website? Well, I mean, d- d- over the next few months up until the run-up to the launch they won't be able to get hold of it no but the previous albums the previous albums yes we'll just go to steviejones.com and hmm. uh, preferably if you buy it on cd uh, cd old school uh, the money will go to us nice if you stream it on spotify we'll get about naught 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 one pence so go on a website and you can actually go onto your website and buy a physical copy that's, you can. that's, that's fantastic a, either that or, or look us up stevie jones yeah. and the wildfires band camp and you know, do do support us on those platforms. But but seriously, if anyone goes to Facebook, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, checks out Stevie Jones and the Wildfires, it's, it, it's all good. It all helps, you know. Hmm. So if you're coming up to your third album, theoretically, you could probably what pay forty, thirty, forty songs if you had to. If you had to play every single song you knew. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, we could do a kind of Springsteen set. I think by now, probably should nearly. <laughs> should do a greatest hits album. Yeah. Know, how, how many songs does Springsteen have in his set? Does anyone know? No, I wouldn't know really. Yeah. No, yeah, but he plays for a very long time. But yeah, if we if we play all three albums back to back and 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 you know a few other bits that we know, yeah, it'd be a nice long. That would be lovely to aim for. Yeah. <laughs> One never knows. So, do you, do you cycle through all your songs when you're doing the band practice? Or you know what I mean? Or the because you know, obviously you've 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 got that back catalogue, so you can vary your set if you want to. I think at the moment we've just been aiming on on the newer material yeah. primarily to get it up to scratch for the recording, uh, and then obviously we want to take it out out on the road and show it to people live. So we we tend to pick the set 
with the more recent tracks at yeah, the sure. moment. Um, and then we kind of dip into the back catalogue, you know, of uh, stuff of, of the other two albums as well. And also, you know, we've got slightly, you know, when you change a lineup, you have slightly different styles yeah. of musicians. I mean, it's a couple of tracks that. That you know that we probably couldn't do because Vasilis, our previous guitarist, was a very different style guitarist to Alfie, and you know uh. you'd have to change the whole song around. You know, so uh, hmm. it's all different phases and eras of the band. Yeah, you know? of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the next track you're going to play for us? The next track is actually going to be off the new album. And um, what happened is, I'll tell you a little backstory. Yeah, sure. Uh, during COVID, um, like many of us, it was a very reflective time, and uh, I went on a lot of long walks. And then came back to the house and picked up the guitar and loads of acoustic songs came out and I actually recorded and released a solo acoustic album um, called Coming From The Rain. And um, we're going to play you that very song now, which, which uh, is now bandified. Excellent. Okay. Working in the cold, working in the heat, working. 
I've got a couple of shout-outs. Uh, shout-outs to uh, Port Rise and uh, Sally Sally, she says, great tune. So uh, where have you been recording this uh, new album, Stevie? The new album has mm. been recorded in um, a studio in Leicester called uh-huh. Deadline Studio with a, with, a, with a wonderful producer called Adam Ellis who also did our, our second album. So I take it you're not going over doing a track or two at a time then? Yeah, well, he's he's a very fast worker. I mean, is he? Um, oh, well. we 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 went in there with with the guide tracks first. I mean, one of the key things I've learned over the years to do all your prep before you spend yep. lots of money in the studio. So you rehearse as tight as you can. We recorded the guide tracks, and uh, so we had you know all them all down there. We went in there with a good template, and then Adam's really quick, and he's he's a fantastic musician as well. He does harmonies and uh, drops in the bits of guitar and. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, so, how far are you through the recording now? How far are we? How far? Well, we've we everything's there. on there, isn't it? It's just mixing and yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're um, it's, it's it's we've only got a couple more sessions, which is mixing yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've only got. So you're, ne- you're nearly done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, basically, come midsummer, we might have the odd copy to sell if 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 people are lucky at our shows, mm. and and then you know um, it'll probably be available. For CD purchase later in the summer, and then when we get to October, that's when we'll release it onto the sort of uh, streaming channels and oh, excellent. Digital you have to tr- try to remember to rebook yourselves in around the time you release release your album. Yeah, so that would be wonderful. Pro- Maybe in October. Come and promote, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I'd love to come back. To, pro- to promote it. Yeah, yeah. To promote it because there's never a better time to come on the show when you're promoting a release, is there? Really, at the end of the day, you know. So, and do you do you enjoy uh, going in the studio? Because some people find it a little bit laborious, and some people really love it. Well, I'll, I'll ask the band. Do you enjoy it, Alfie? I, I loved it. It was. I learned so much from it. Yeah, it was a great learning experience. It really was. Was it the first time you'd been in the studio, Alfie? No, not no? properly. Properly, yeah, hmm. I'd say properly. Yeah. I've done the odd song, but yeah, first whole album. Yeah, not for the full album. That was yeah. good. That was good. Uh, what, what about you, Dad? I mean, for me, it's been one of the uh, easier times to be on the ra- be in the studio. If I'm honest, um, it's not always been the easiest working with other musicians. Is it not? Um, when, um, yeah, it, it, people come with their own ideas of exactly how it should, it should be done and some of the time you have to listen to the producer and say, no, that's the way you need to do it. Uh, otherwise, you spend hours wasting money and time. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've got to have your own way. You're paying him, aren't you, at the end of the day. So take his advice, but if it's not going the way you want to do it, then, 
you know. So he, he, he's he's brilliant, though, Doc. I mean, he really. Oh, He's just so great to work with. He literally, when you've got that sound in your head and, and you know how you want to sound, yeah. he really enhances yeah. it, you know. And um, we, we're very lucky to work with him, you know, and uh, he's, he's spot on. He's a very fast worker and he's patient and, and helpful, which is what you need, you know. Yeah, yeah, you need, you need somebody. There's no point going in the studio with somebody you can't get on with yeah. who, who hasn't got a few ideas and needs, needs some ideas, don't they? You know what I mean? So. He's not just like a button pusher. He's very musical. He's like, mm. oh, that's a minor seventh. You shouldn't be playing that without... And it sort of works, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really... It's interesting. It, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he, his suggestions as well, oh, why don't you do this, why don't you do that, they, they're not... They, they fit with the song, do you know what I mean? He's, he, he never comes up with anything that's really that you go, mm. hey, you know. Yeah. And yeah. even if you do start to he's fine go, no that's fine if you want to keep it like that so we, we, we're absolutely blessed you've got, you've got a good working environment by the sounds of it yeah it's brilliant yeah. you know yeah. what's the next song you're going to oh now I've got one more comment before I go on uh, Michael Day says uh, what a great band love their music thank you very much Michael for listening and watching the show thank Excellent. you thank you Michael what's the next one okay okay the next song is, is another track that I recorded on the solo acoustic album uh, which we decided to turn into a full band song. And this is actually going to be uh, the first single as well, which that's the plan anyway, so hopefully it'll be out with a video around July time. That's, that's the aim. It's called Carmen.
Guys, uh, Michael Day he says I was feeling a little bit off colour, but you cheered me up no end. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, and uh, Cat's Red, she says uh, they remind me a bit of poison. Who are you influences, Stevie? It's, to me, it sounds like you're sort of influenced by p- people like uh, Neil Young and, and, and folks like that. Neil Young's a, bit, a big influence, yes, yeah. indeed. Um, I'd say, I mean, certainly. Oh, Bowie was a huge influence yeah. to me when I was that high, mm. and. Um, but uh, over the years, I think, in terms of the sort of sound that we're getting, Counting Crows, absolutely phenomenal influence yeah. on me, particularly the, the sort of first three or four albums. Actually, if you listen to the last song we're going to play tonight, that'll have all your influences. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Stick around for the last song, because like Bob says, it'll, it'll, it lists all my influences. Well, I suppose it would be fair to sort of class you as Americana. There is bits of Americana yeah. in there, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, I would say you was out and out country band or anything well, else like yeah, that. You're more, more of a blues, bluesy rock band. The, you know. As you hear the set, yeah. there's there's a lot of different influences there. I mean, I absolutely loved the Clash when I was growing yeah. up. I mean, yeah. Bowie and the Clash, the two, they're two types of music or artists that open up your world because they touch so many different genres. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah, and I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I just kind of took from that. But yeah, David Bowie definitely is such a chameleon from you know but, but one like, album it, to another. And, Changed changed a lot, didn't he? Absolutely, mm. but I mean, it, sort of it, in the mid eighties, I, uh, I discovered a band called the Waterboys, mm. and they changed my world because I, I decided. Yeah, to I, like, I love the Waterboys. Yeah. I decided to go out and do a lot more acoustic yeah. stuff, and and um, Mike, what's his name? Mike, I can't remember what his Mike name. Scott. That's it, Mike Scott. Yeah, but at the time, I was also following New Model Army like mad. Oh uh, well. yeah, I'm a big New Model Army. We've got something in common there. I'm a big New Model Army. Yeah, fan. I followed the No End. And, yeah. and Marshall Gill, the mm. guitarist, is just actually left New Model Army. Mm. He actually. Um, appears on our first album. We're really good. Did he? Oh, excellent. Uh, oh yeah, Sally, Sally. She says New Model Army. She must be a New Model Army fan as well. Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we do have a, a, a big New Model Army connection. There, there I, is I, no better song than Young Gifted in the Skin in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm tempted because they're selling gigs at the moment. So they're selling tickets for their Christmas gig uh, d- down in Rock City. Yeah, and I've not seen them for a very long time. Yeah, and, and I was thinking, we saw them oh. last year, didn't we? 
We used to meet me, me and Bob went to go and see them on the 40th anniversary, mm. and we turned up to go and see them with Marshall. Marshall wasn't there, which we were a bit disappointed yeah. about. Uh, I don't think he knew he'd left the band. Though. Yeah, he didn't know he'd left the band. No. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of, it's, it's a bit of weird things going in, on with the in band. In my mind, they've always had fantastic bass players. They've always yeah. had absolutely. Well, great I players. Start, yeah. started off playing bass actually, Doc, mm. and um, that was my first instrument. And my hero was, was Stuart Morrow. Yeah, and I was absolutely heartbroken when when he left when he left the band. Yeah, yeah. But, the, the, that famous video where the I think I think they're live at the marquee, aren't they? I, I think was there. I was yeah. there. I'm in the crowd. Yeah. Oh yeah, about that one. Oh, yeah, I remember you saw you that about, one. You can see yeah. about for about a millisecond if you look. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that that's a that's a great ab- advertisement for how, how to play the bass. That that, al- that uh, live set is. He can really really play the bass there. Yeah. Don't think he's been ever outdone by their bass player since then. Really, absolutely. Honest. It was a very very hard act to yeah. follow. It would be a bit like if if Flea left the Chili Peppers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like yeah. everyone else since. Uh, I mean, to be fair, they've changed this sound a lot in recent years. I mean, the, the last album that they did, that included Marshall, called From Here. I'd say like two thirds of it are absolutely phenomenal, and mm. the live shows on that tour were some of the best shows I've yeah, ever they seen. They are really a great live band, though, aren't they? You know, yeah, so yeah. do they still play a lot of their old songs? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we saw them, they did loads of old stuff. Yeah, yeah. violinists was good as well. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They had Ed, Elaine Johnson join them for yeah, a few. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, I really am tempted to go and see them uh, at Rock City. Do you fancy going, Tone? Right, we're going. We'll see you there, guys. <laughs> see you there. Get, get your clogs on. Yeah. I've got some clogs somewhere stashed up, stashed away somewhere. But I, I tell you what, though, Doc, it's really funny because I used to go and see them loads of times in the 80s. Yeah, that's know? what I used to go lots of times in the 80s. Going as, yeah. Quite as much. Yeah. And then when I started going again in the early 2000s, I was going into the room expecting to see all these people who looked like how they did in the 80s, and you go in and like, of course yeah, not. They're all old, bald, and fat. And yeah. they're, and they're well, I'll feel at home anyway. And they're, <laughs> and they're bringing their grandkids with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. moshing in a mosh pit as well. I can believe it. Yeah, oh yeah, they haven't stopped moshing. Yeah. 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 Well, like I say they are. They are really a great band to go and see live. Have the defibrillator ready. Yeah. <laughs> so we. So we, with our comparisons, we do occasionally get the new. You like a bit of new model thing. army as well? We, yeah. We yeah. I can see. I can see uh, that sort of. Uh, Coming, coming from. But, uh, I'm also a big fan of um, Ryan Adams as well. Um, uh, uh, but on this new album, I, I discovered a band who I'd never really got into before called Porcupine Tree. I've heard of them, yeah, I've yeah, heard of and, them. Yeah. And it, it's taken us down a more proggy route, route ah. on this album. Yeah. Um, a couple of songs um, on it are, are very proggy orientated. So well, there's no wrong with experimenting around and changing the sound, is there? You know, yeah, so. They're a fantastic band, absolutely fantastic. Mm. Uh, I've got another. Stuart Ingo, he says, uh, sounding great in uh, Nottingham. And uh, a shout-out to uh, Gemma Ilston. Guys, thank you very much for listening and watching the show. What's the next song you're going to play for us? Well, I think we're going to go back to the first album and we did a song which is kind of a bit influenced by The Clash, really, in many respects. Um, also influenced by a songwriter called John Butler. I don't know if you've heard of him. John, no, John Butler Trio. Australia's biggest artist. You need huh. to check him out. <laughs> He's fantastic and... Um, I was really into his stuff, so a bit of Clash and a bit of John Butler created this song called Give It Back. Off you go.
Shout out, sir. Shout out to uh, Paul Anthony Fleming and uh, Sally Sally. She says, Oh my God, I'm going to die of happiness. Loving the tunes. God bless you, Sally. She's such a great supporter of us. That's always nice to have a, a, awesome. a great, great number of fans there, isn't it? You know, at the end of the day. So, so uh, Robert, how long have you been playing the bass for? Oh, um, I can probably answer that. Um, about 12 years, actually. Is it? Was, was you a guitarist before that? Was yeah, no, I still play a lot of guitar. And then I, yeah. I, I went for guitar lessons when my kids got a bit older and uh, met a guy in the village uh, where I lived. And um, 
had a couple of lessons. You know, you fancy being in a band? We need a bassist. So I sort of stuck on the bass and loved it ever since. You're doing it, doing a, a grand job. Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting instrument. I sort of noticed on about the second gig we played. I thought, every time I sort of hit that string, people sort of jump or their feet move. Oh, it's actually quite a powerful instrument. So yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. keep keeping it nice and busy. Yeah. And, and, and did you teach Alfie how to play guitar? Well, you had lesson uh, well, music. I, I, I started off in lessons. Uh, yeah, I did. My grade one, and I didn't really like. I didn't really care for it that much. But then, Dad got me up into a band, and then as soon as I was out, I've, I've been, I've been in a few now, and oh, yeah. I just can't stop playing. It's, it's, <laughs> you, it's like hooked. a way of communication in my book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was people. the name of the first band you was in? Pangaea. Pangaea. Quite, yeah, oh, quite, that's that's an Asian continent, isn't it? Or something like that. Yeah, it's, it was definitely a weird one. Yeah. So acid dance sort yeah, of. Yeah, it was like really a guy brilliant. had synths going and it was just like an instrumental thing. Instrumental, yeah. yeah it, it was really, yeah. Sounds and, good to me. And then when that, you know. Well, well we used to go out, didn't we? Yeah, just we used instrumental to, yeah, acoustic yeah, yeah, we used to do instrumental acoustic stuff as well. Go at open mics and just No play. singing, because we don't yeah. sing. Well, yeah. What, and uh, how many bands have you, have, have you been in, uh, uh, Robert? Oh, I don't know, loads. I mean, I'm getting old, so... Can you remember the name of the first band you was in? No, 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 no. <laughs> any, any, was, any standout well, yeah, names probably, there? No, no. The only one was, I suppose, the recent one is DHT, Dan Hughes Trio. Which Dan I, Hughes, shout out to Dan Hughes. Yeah, Dan Hughes, Dan yeah. Hughs. Yeah, so I've done a lot of recording with him. I've uh, been playing for about 12 years yep. now, and we still go in the studio. In fact, we were doing some jazz stuff the other week. <laughs> it was good, you know, so... David on the drums, you've been in the... Because usually drummers have been in a fair few bands. Um, I think at last count it was 50. 50 bands? Mark! Yeah. Oh, last week was that? <laughs> yeah. uh, in, in the 20 years I've been playing, that, what, that's three a year? <laughs> yeah. I sure can you remember the name of the first band you was in? He's uh, a good drummer, he's not very good The first at band was The Carsons, ah. and that was when I was 14. Yeah. So, but yeah, been in a fair, fair few since. <laughs> Are you in more than one band at the moment? I am currently. Um, I'm in, obviously, Stephen Jones and the Wildfires, mm -hmm. and my other original project is called The Touch. Yeah. And I say, you, you started playing the drums at quite a young age. Did your parents uh, encourage you to take it up? Was it something you wanted to take it yourself? Um, my parents had always been involved with playing um, music at the church yeah. that I went to, um, and drums was always a thing that I'd wanted to try and play, so a number of drummers at the church had got me playing, playing them there. Yeah. But... Obviously, my parents didn't want to have a drum kit at home to begin with because it's quite a loud instrument. Of course, obviously, yeah. Uh, so finally, when I turned 11, um, just after my birthday, they decided they were going to buy me my first drum kit. Oh, nice. And I've not looked back since. Excellent, excellent. And what about you, Stevie? I mean, what, what sort of made you pick up a guitar? Well, I was in this... Um, I was in a, a band at school because um, uh, I got a chance to this English teacher, Mr Parkinson, lovely guy. Yeah. And uh, he, he said, oh, you know, do you fancy, you know, doing something musical? Because at the time I was borrowing a friend's bass, noodling around on that. So I was in a school band, and out of that, the singer out of that, me and him formed a band called Voices of Sin, Ooh. which which is it's quite a gothic name, really. Yeah, but yeah. We were... We were, we, we were um, the first band in, our, in the Kettering area in, like, 1983-84 to go out and gig with a drum machine. Uh, ah, and, and yeah, you were into Sisters of Mercy yourself. Yeah, we were, into, yeah. we were big into Sisters of Mercy, New Model Army, yeah. and the singer Darren's into Genesis and Sabbath, so we were a weird combination. And we turn up and, like, um, a lot of the gigs going were, like, punk gigs, and we turn yeah. up and they go, where's your drummer? And they go, that little box down there, you know, boom -chip, boom -chip. and it was a very basic little drum kit. But uh, yeah, that, that 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 was my first band, and and we picked up quite a good little local following. Ah, cool. You know, but I, I, out of, when that band dissolved, 
by then I'd seen Billy Bragg and Jesse Sullivan from New Model Army doing solo acoustic stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go solo. It's a lot easier than trying to find people to be in bands with. You know, it just kept going horribly wrong and it's just hard work. So it is very hard work keeping a band together. That's what people don't realise. It is hard work keeping a band together. Yeah, so I was a bassist and lyricist, so I had to learn how to sing and, and, and play guitar. And I went out busking and did, did loads of busking and... Uh, yeah, then I moved to Germany and, and, and played on the Irish pub circuit there um, uh, in a duo. What was, what was you doing out in Germany? Was that a job that took you out there? Or? It's music, music. Music, so yeah. you went out there to earn a bit of a living sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I, I Didn't it like a Beatles or something like that? It was a bit, really. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite as glamorous, mate. Well, I don't know, they had their ups and downs, didn't they? But did you manage to make a bit of a living out of it? Yeah, I got very drunk for three years. And, and my, <laughs> my living in Guinness. I'm envious. <laughs> yeah, very um, interesting times and learnt loads on that experience playing the Irish pubs. We did bits of original material, learnt loads of covers, and yeah, and it was, it was a massive learning curve for me. And I came back; it really inspired me. There's not many. There's not many people lived a life like you, really, is there? You know, <laughs> well, only one me. <laughs> no, but I mean, you, you know, with people who are brave enough to get up and perform music in public, there's not many of them in the first place, is there? Then you're performing perhaps your you your own material. There's even less, and then when you're going to play that original music or playing the music abroad, there's even less people, you know. So, yeah, you know, well, there's there not many people experience that. Well, when, when you look, when, you, you know. when I spoke to Justin Sullivan from mm. Middle Army, you can actually. Um, see the interview um, of me being absolutely shit scared meeting my, meeting my hero mm. backstage you can you can find it on, on, on YouTube and I'm talking to him and uh, I don't know if he actually says it in that conversation but during that that, that, that afternoon he, he said well you know us musicians we're all a bit fucked up really aren't we uh, you know what way else would we do I've got to apologise for people sorry <laughs> <laughs> I apologise for that folks you, yeah yeah yeah, yeah sorry no. I, I didn't say that he did no that's fair. <laughs> sorry about yeah. that I completely forgot yeah. about that yeah. so that's yeah. alright don't worry but, but, I mean, yeah, we know, have to apologise we, we, we are all, all a little bit messed up aren't we so that's everybody's a little bit messed up but <laughs> I think there's something unique about you know sort of like it's a bit like being you know you, you, you know you've got premiership how many people become a premiership footballer? How many people become a professional musician for a while, at least, or go go around the country gigging and playing gigs? You know, you, so it's, it's, a, it's a rare breed, really. It's a rare breed. It's I mean, thing, it's it seems a, common to me because we're having bands in every week, but, you know. It's the thing that If you say to somebody, oh, what do you do? And you go, oh, I'm a musician, and, and, and the way you go, it's, it's a lot more interesting than the same, well, I'm a clerk in an office. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it is the thing that, that makes us feel alive, though. Yeah, you know? I know. Uh, I've and, done it. And that's why we yeah. do it. I mean, we wouldn't... We wouldn't be out there performing original music week in, week out. No. There's no money in it anymore. And um, we do it because it makes us feel alive, makes us feel complete. And like Alfie said, it is a way of communicating with other people. Do you find it good therapy? I do, I do. Yeah. I, I find it more so communication, because I think I find it hard to communicate to people in, in everyday life, you know mm. what I mean? So yeah. um, playing music enables me to get extra elements of communication. Yeah. Okay, next. What's the next song you got for us? This song actually kind of ties in with that conversation. This is all about um, pursuing your dreams, really, no matter what it is. Mm. And um, it's called "Do or Die." Off you go.
Shout-outs to uh, RJ Archer and the uh, Painful Memories guys. Thank you very much for watching the show. And uh, the Dog's Teeth, they're another band. They said, they're glad you find uh, therapy and music, us too. Can I hear an REM influence in there? Right. On that song, I think there is a little bit of REM, yeah, definitely. Hmm. Are you a REM fan by any chance as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah definitely, definitely. Great band. And have you got any gigs coming up? This is an important question. We've next, got loads. next weekend, don't we? MC, MCM Peterborough. Yes, we're playing at the MCM Festival. You know, at the Eastern English yep. Showground. Excellent. We're playing that on the Saturday at about quarter to three, I think. Around is that motorcycle news or something like that? Festival. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the last one. Oh, on the, it's a shame, on isn't the show because they're selling it all off on their house, mm, aren't they? Yeah, it's a really big show. Right, got to get your motoring on. What's the next song you're going to play for us? Going to do a little love song for you. Oh, for all you, all you romantics out there. Called Chasing Rainbows.
Uh, Michael Day, he says, a very entertaining and uh, happy hour. Have, have, you, have you thought of a name for your new album yet? It's called Clarity and Dusk. Clarity and Dusk. Yeah, it's, based, it's based on the, the walks that I was doing mm-hmm. initially during lockdown, and I'm very lucky that I live in Kingscliff, which backs onto Fine Shades Woods, and um, it's absolutely beautiful there. And Yeah, it's a very pretty village, Kingscliff, isn't it, really? And I think during COVID, you know, when you're feeling isolated and down and you, you had a bad day, you know, it, that's where it all started, really. I started walking in the woods all the time. Hmm. And I still walk in the woods most days, and it just sorts my head out. Yeah, that's a lovely part of the country, really. And and, and it, so that's that, that's where the name from clarity and dusk. You know, you, hmm. you head out, and suddenly, you, as the sun's going down, you know, you just feel peace, and you have a bad day, and it all comes together, and you feel a lot better when you get home. You know, that's how I feel sometimes after I've done a radio show. Uh, I'm hurrying along. We've got squeezing as many as we can. What's the next song called? And what? You, what? How many more songs would you like us to do? Uh, I think we. You've got time for... I reckon two more, really, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to do two two back-to-back, that would be fantastic. Okay, we'll do two songs back-to-back then. Back-to-back. Yeah, just announce a title with the second one when you pop into it. That'll be lovely. First one is called Million Miles. Off you go.
she trusts. You're a million miles, million miles away. When you're a It's called This Is My Church. Thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in. So we 
Houston. 200 punks on a southbound train. We headed down to Rockwell Park for the spear, the dams, the NLA. NMA changed my world with the pride and the passion and the family they gave. A bottle based from the band ignited the fire that burns in me today. This is my church, this is my church, this is my church, this is my church. This is my church, 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 these are the Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Stevie Jones and the Wildfires. A big shout out to uh, Paul Biggins uh, for on the mixing desk, and a big shout out to Mr. Tony Wilshaw doing the, uh, the Facebook cameras for us this evening. Uh, this is an artist from Oldham, goes by the name of uh, Oh Yeah, Mercy Kelly, and a song called Freedom. <laughs>
Now, that was Mercy Kelly and uh, Freedom. Uh, they come from Oldham. You're listening to the Dot Mason uh, Radio Show on Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. If you want to send a track into the show, please email me at uh, dotmason at sky.com. Uh, this is Doncaster's uh, Death on the High Street. And the Age of Bronze.
to making a splash on Broadway, the SpongeBob musical is coming to New Theatre Peterborough from the 22nd of June. Starring Celebs Go Dating's Tom Reed Wilson and RuPaul's drag race legend Davina DeCampo. Enjoy a tidal wave of original songs by some of rock and pop's biggest icons. Full of top tunes, fantastic dance, and big laughs. It's a hilarious must see show for all ages. The SpongeBob musical. Book now at newtheatre-peterborough.com. Here at Prince Build, we've been supporting local communities and working with businesses for more than 45 years. We're passionate about our home city of Peterborough and the strong relationships we've built within it. Providing apprenticeships, raising funds for good causes and as proud sponsors of The Posh. Oh, and we deliver some great building projects too. Find out more about the work we do and see our latest vacancies at princebuild.co.uk. Prince Build, meeting your business property needs today. What's going on at the Cresset? Westwood Musical Society present their new production of Made in Dagenham at the Cresset from the 16th to the 20th of May. Inspired by a true story and based on the hit movie, Made in Dagenham is an uplifting musical comedy about friendship, love and the importance of fighting for what's right. Come and meet the Essex girls who change the world in this laugh-out-loud show, bursting with catchy songs and feel-good humour. There's always something happening at the Cresset. Browse and book online at cresset.co.uk.
Hi, it's Chris McDade here. Please join me every Thursday night from 9pm as we go back to the 80s. On the show, we have features including your 10-year guarantee, where no year is left out. We have 3 from 1, your top 5 countdown, as well as your 80s classic rewind. In the last hour, it's the 80s open hour where you decide the playlist. You can give us a call on 01733 237525. Three hours of the 80s from 9pm every Thursday with me, Chris McDade, only here on PCRFM. I do like something different. That was a producer called Unpropped and a song called uh, Nuzel. And before that, that was uh, Melbourne's uh, Doe Street and a song called uh, Blue and White. This is a band, I know they're not a UK band. I could have swore I, I, I put this down somewhere on my type out, but I haven't done anyway. It's a great song by the uh, Negative Zeros and a song called You Make Me Sick. Loads of beer make me sick.
Ah, the ne- negative zeros, and uh, you make me sick. Just about time for me to uh, leave you. Love and leave you. Uh, be safe wherever you are in the world. And uh, don't forget, after the news, tune in to Chris McDade and back to the 80s. Thank you very much for listening in. And I'm going to play you out with a... Uh, nearly forgot to uh, name, announce a band I'm playing you out with. I'm going to play you out with uh, a band called uh, Solar, Sh- Solar Parachute and a song called Brother Mirror. Good night.